Hello and welcome back to Miles Apart. Hello, Matthew. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Besides the damn heat, that's uh, not my fan. I don't like it. <laughs> it's not your fan? Uh, well, I do have fans in my apartment, but I am <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> Did really you don't. jump in the lake? I had to. I went to the gym and my shirt was wet. Like it was soaking with sweat. So I decided to jump into the lake for a short 15 minutes before we would record. Mm. So is the gym close to the lake? And uh, No. So my apartment is in between both of them so i bike to the gym like five minutes and then i come here change into my um swim trunks swimming trunks um yeah. and then i walk to um the lake which takes me like i don't know eight minutes maximum till i am like in the water what's the word for swim trunk in, swiss in german? german in swiss yeah. german uh Bothose. Does that translate directly to swim trunks? Yes. So in German would be Badehose, and in Swiss German it's Badehose. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So you went to uh, teaching you history to now I'm teaching you Swiss German. What a podcast! <laughs> you're my you're my personal Duolingo. Well, <clears throat> it was brought up to me that two of my friends are actually listening to this podcast. So at this point, I'm going to uh, give them a little shout out. So Ryan and Jan, thanks for listening. But if you truly are listening th to this podcast, I want you to text me the word yellow. And then I'll see if you actually pay attention. <laughs> if you get a text, it's going to be like a month from now. I'll totally forget it. But like, then I'll be like, why would you text me yellow? <laughs> if they explain me, then I will know. But yes, I probably will forget mm. tomorrow again. Mm. Um, how are you? How's, how's Chicago? Are you hit by heat like this as well? Yeah, I don't know. This week, it just randomly got super hot. Mm -hmm. Like, I think two days ago, I was at the gym by myself and then... It was like 10 o'clock walking back mm -hmm. and it, I was just like sweating my ass off, but it, it typically wasn't, it's not like that. And then all of a sudden, like this week it got really hot. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I hate it. I, I honestly like, I like when it's warm, I like summer, but I don't like the nineties to a hundred degree Fahrenheit or like 30, 35 in, in the city. I don't mind mm. it when I'm, like, at the beach. But, like, in the city, it's just not very pleasant. What's your favorite weather and time of, of the year? Like, season? I've discussed this with friends before. Um, I would say, overall, my favorite is the winter, just because of skiing. Mm. But I do love the summer as well because of hiking in the mountains and because mm -hmm. like you get to go swimming and you get to like walk around in shorts and like hang out at like in parks or like in bars like but like outside with friends in the summer so that's nice it's just that i'm not a big fan of sweating the entire day <laughs> mm. how about you 
I do love winter, but I would say my favorite is fall. Yes. Just because it's it's not like super hot, mm-hmm. but it's like nice and cool, so you can wear whatever you want. That's true. That's true. What do you do against like heat when it's like this warm? Like, how do you keep your apartment cool? Or like, what is your formula? Your secret? Um, as an American, I don't really have a secret. I just have an AC unit and I just <laughs> blare it the entire day. Yep. Yep. So I don't know what it would be in Celsius, but I have it at like 60 degrees, which I can just took check it. Out. I'm so bad at like converting. 15. 15 degrees? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that's too cold. That's way too cold. <laughs> I put it at that like every single day. Candace gets so pissed. My girlfriend, because I'll be working, like, out here, making uh-huh. shoes. And I'll literally be either not wearing a shirt or wearing, like, a tank top and shorts. And she'll be, like, she'll be, <laughs> she'll have, like, a sweatshirt on and a blanket on. She'll be like, it's so cold. I'm like, it's so amazing. I love it. Bro, 15 degrees, that's just not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love no. it. I mean, I can respect a good AC. I understand why people have it. But I also understand why people don't have it. Yeah. It's not great. Like, ener- like consumption-wise, it's, like, it's horrible. And, like, for the environment, it's not great as well. In my defense, um, I'll just say that it counteracts with me being vegan. I don't know if your 15 degrees will uh, do the trick by not eating any meat. <laughs> but sure, we'll let that fly here right now. When we moved into this apartment, um, we moved in in like late fall. And so at first it was great. And then last summer it was much warmer than this year. You experienced it. You were here. Yeah, I remember. That was so hot. <laughs> and I like slept on your couch. I slept I on know. your couch with the fan like right on my face. I know. I mean, at first we had no fans, but then uh, we quickly realized that we are not going to survive this summer without fans. And so now we have like in each room, we have one. I'm actually thinking about buying more ones because we have this like big living room slash dining room slash open kitchen. And Mm -hmm. one fan is kind of okay, but like two wouldn't be bad as well. Um, But it's like... Some, so we thought about buying an AC, but it's like you have to install it. And then we would only use it for like a month or two. And mm. to like spend, I don't know, it was like 6000 something like that. For that like short time, hell no. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you a question, but... Oh, wait. <laughs> Are you the type of person when you go to bed, do you like like the fan on you and wind in your face or are you the type of person that doesn't like that so i don't like it directly on my face i have it in like one of my in one of the corners of my room my fan Mm. and i have it like rotating the entire time and it doesn't hit me directly but it's like it goes above me a little bit so like the cool air goes down but i have all my windows open 
I'm very notorious. I cannot sleep with open with closed windows. I hate that. Mm. My yeah, I, I had this yeah. I was just gonna say I sleep with the fan like literally on my face. Full blast. Do you keep it running the entire night? Yeah. Okay, see, I set a timer that it, like, switches off after three hours because I'm, like, I'm asleep at that point. I don't need it anymore, and it's wasting energy. (laughs) (laughs) Totally opposite. Wait, so you have an AC and a fan? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. I have it at 60, and then I have a fan on my face, blowing right in my face. (laughs) (sighs) Wow. I mean, I respect because, I mean, that way you don't sweat at home. It's got, it's got to be nice, but I don't know. I this don't shit know. Doesn't what, were you, what, yeah. what was the story you were going to say? Uh, my ex-girlfriend and I always had this, like, it wasn't like a, it was like a discussion. Like, every time we would go to sleep, I was like. A discussion or an argument? Um, no, I don't know if it would. I would call it a an argument. It was more like. It was a mix of both. Let's be honest. It was a mix of both, and it was more like she didn't like the windows open because I live at a bigger street with like a tram oh, stop in front of the house, so it's kind of yeah. loud. And she didn't like that too much, and in the winter she didn't like it as well. But I love that when it gets like super cold. That's my that's my sweet spot in the winter. And mm. so in the wind, like in the summer, it was always like, then I'm like, I need my fan then maximum mode. And she's like, it's too loud. So I'm like, I can't sleep with closed windows and a fan at like minimum level. So you can't hear it. Like, and like the ones that I bought are like super quiet. Mm. Here's another question. So my roommate bought this Dyson um, fan that like everyone hypes up and they're so great and whatnot. Have you ever used one of them? Um, I mean, my mom has one, but I honestly don't think I've ever used it. Okay. So you have no thoughts about them? No, I mean, a fan is a fan. If it does the job, it does the job to me. Yes. I think, that, I mean, they're fancy looking and whatnot, and the price is very fancy as well. I mean, you pay like 400 bucks for that piece of shit. <laughs> But they're not really good. They're really not good, man. Like, I bought this other, it's a um, Dutch company. It's called Dux or Dux. I don't know. It's D-U-U-X. And they're like 150 bucks. And they're called the Whisper Pro and the Whisper Flex Pro. And they're really freaking, like, quiet. And they're really good. And they can rotate in every freaking way. And they're much stronger, it's not like this Dyson piece of crap, which has like 10 levels, <laughs> like 10 different levels. And then it like, it gets super loud. You think you sleep next to a jet engine and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> what? I didn't sign up for this. And then I see like the commercial from Dyson. They're like, we have the perfect, like, we have the solution. I'm like, yeah, I can sleep at the airport. It's pretty much the same freaking thing. <laughs> Your fan sounds like so perfect for you because it's like, the deluxe airflow pro it's like some apple bullshit like airpods max pro max no they're really not good with marketing that company so it can't be oh, really? it can't be that but i will agree as soon as i found i find a product that works for me 
I get very happy and like I'm like protective of that product. You're like, oh, I'm, and it's like so much better than everything else. You're like <laughs> Dyson. Yeah, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the name Ducks. I just it's imagine a, like ducks oh, I love walking. It. Ducks, or I call it, call it Dukes. I like Ducks. Yeah, okay. That's pretty cool. You should check it you out. Get a, you, you should get a, get a tattoo of a fan. No, no. Don't give me ideas. I do have new ideas, though, and I will get new tats, but it's just too warm right now, and I'm not trying to, like, destroy my chance of going to swim. Mm. I think you can swim with it, or no? You can, but in if you really want to make sure that like it heals perfectly, you shouldn't go to like swim for like a couple of weeks. And I'm just not trying to do that right now, so um, mm. I think I'll be waiting for like another month, and then I'll see. I'm thinking about getting a tattoo when we're in in Europe, mm. maybe in Paris. Mm. I assume there's good tattoo artists in Paris. No. <laughs> There's no tattoo <laughs> artists in Paris. They don't do that stuff there. It's illegal. Yeah, no. They're, uh, They're terrible at are... fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to be a fashion killer once you're in uh, Paris? No, not. I'm literally like going to have like three pairs of shorts and like three shirts. But... That's not a lot. For how long are you going to travel through Europe? Like 16 days. Damn. I'm not going to... Okay. I'm going to have more than three shirts, but I'm definitely going to be on the very small side. Like three... I'll definitely have like three shorts. Like I don't need more than three shorts. Yeah, no. You no. know? Yeah. But maybe more shirts. Yes. Where are you guys staying in uh, Lisbon? If I may ask on this podcast. Um, oh, by the way, for listeners, Matthew and his girlfriend are visiting Europe. That's why. That's why these names are popping up now. Yes, I'm going to Lisbon in 10 days. Oh, my God. Um, so we're going... I don't even know where this is located. Can you please say the name in Portuguese? <laughs> it's kind of by... Uh, <laughs> Barro Alto? Oh, uh, yeah. Or Alf Alfama? Alfama? Uh -huh. Alfama? I'm not Portuguese, so I can't really tell you if it's good or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's by the water, and it's by downtown. I don't know. Is it, it seemed uh, like a good area. Is it an Airbnb or hotel or what? What was it? Yeah, it's, what is it? It's like an Airbnb. There's lots of windows and I think there's an outdoor area. <laughs> I love how you describe that. There's lots of windows. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of walking apparently, but that's pretty much everywhere. Well, you kind of want to do that in these cities. It's much nicer. Mm -hmm. It's not like the U.S. where you take an Uber to go everywhere. That's true, which mm -hmm. 
I mean, Chicago's kind of like that, so. Yeah, yeah. I only use Ubers when I'm uh, in a city and when I'm going out and then it's raining and I can't be asked to take the public transport to go home. Or are you and John Marco just, like, lazy? No, usually I take a e-bike that is for free because the company I work for, they provide them or, like, they have, like, a an agreement with this company who, like, puts them everywhere. And mm -hmm. he takes one of those e-scooters, so that's pretty fun. Don't tell the Especially cops. Especially when you're drunk. Yes, don't tell the cops <laughs> that we're always sober. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. I don't know why. I love it. Um, it's great to sober up, by the way. It's fun when there's no cars around. Yeah, but I mean, we're not going home at eleven. We're le like we're usually leaving. Leave, uh, we're usually leaving at like two a.m., three a.m., something like that. So. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm driving or biking drunk when is good when it's like three in the morning, but not at like ten. No, no. But like, we'll take an Uber if it's like rainy. Or cold. <laughs> or lazy. <laughs> all, all I have to say is, like, this podcast is the most random-ass show on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I literally have... We can sit down and I literally have no idea what we're going to talk about at oh, all. same. No, same. And I love, like... So, dear listeners, we actually did thought about like what we want to talk about in this podcast <laughs> what was the basic idea well i had one i had one idea and it was about like the lists we could do like a top five every single time no that's great but like i think when we started we were like let's like talk about sports and like relationships and life look at us one one week we're talking about history the next one about fans <laughs> <laughs> At least we're not repetitive, I guess. I hope. <laughs> we keep we keep everybody on their toes. Well, I don't know how many pay, people pay attention, but um, hopefully a lot. <laughs> it's for our enjoyment. Yes, and in case someone pays attention, we we tell you what to do in life. We tell you to buy <laughs> the Dukes or the Ducks um, fans and not the dice and the horse shit. Not the chickens. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to... So you came up with this great list. Um, do you want to propose an idea and explain? So the idea is we pick a subject or like a category and we list our top... We can pick a number, but I guess like five. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like top five artists, top five vegetables... Top five <laughs> brands. I don't know. Top five tofu? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, top five what this week? Hmm. I'm going to say top five um, moments in sports for you. Like for yourself. Oof. Like um, memories of like when you were like doing skiing or 
when you're balling, shooting hoops, <laughs> as you would be. Yes. Do you want to go first? I'll do two, and then you can do two, and then we can like spit, like go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is that number five? Do we rank them, or do we start with number one, or is it just? five moments that we loved or like is it like number one best moment ever um whatever you want i'll do like number one is the best oof i'll give you my number one and two okay um in in the aspect of like how i felt my number one would be when I was running this race in Oregon. How and many miles, kilometers? It was really short. It was like a 12K. Only? Yeah. So we were, it was like a 5K up and then like a 6, 7K down. Mm-hmm. And I got to the top of this mountain because it was straight up a mountain. Mm-hmm. And it was probably a thousand meters up Mm. and then like a thousand meters down basically but we were just like sprinting down and it was Mm. just like it was just the greatest feeling ever because i had never done like a trail race at that point Mm -hmm. and i didn't know that i like going downhill that much and i was literally just going so fast that my eyes were like watering Mm mm-hmm damn that's my number one and then very similar to that would be my 100 mile race when i was at like mile 92 or something and we were just like sprinting down so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i just really like going downhill apparently yeah i noticed (laughs) when i can run yes i mean with the 100 miles I, i i knew you wouldn't say when you uh had the shitters for a second time in a row <laughs> no 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 that's top five worst <laughs> should we do a top five worst moment in sport after this one yeah sure <laughs> hello i can hear you again <laughs> i said yeah okay um my number one moment in sports. I think out of all all the memories in sports, I would say the number one was skiing in Japan powder. Mm-hmm. By far the best thing in the, mo- in the world. It is mesmerizing. You take a, a turn and you have like, I don't know, so much snow sprayed into your face and it's like you ski around you look and you see like this japanese landscape and you go eat japanese food for lunch and it's like it's out of this world it's like dude why don't we just go back we were supposed to till damn ass covid happened dude imagine if we did that trip looking back we could have probably done it but at the moment it was kind of sketchy yeah, I mean, it's still a great trip. We went to Whistler, so... I'm glad you still enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. You got your uh, salmon bowl. Oh, my it was like God. This. <laughs> oh, my God. 
So for our listeners, we found this uh, Japanese restaurant in this um, Canadian ski resort called Whistler, which is like an hour and a half away from Vancouver, British Columbia. And um, it was really great. The food was amazing. Till I thought I would order a massive salmon bowl with like rice and like, you know, all these great things. Then I ordered it and it was very expensive. And it was a small ass freaking bowl with... I don't know, five pieces of salmon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Every yeah, time we was... went to eat, we would like look at the bill and be like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good with that. <laughs> <laughs> food is uh, food is dangerous. Um, number two moment. Hmm. Number two moment. This should not sound like a sh- like a show off, but it's difficult because I was like I grew up doing sports the entire time, so it's so difficult to find five moments that stand out. You know what I mean? Wow, you're just so show offy. <laughs> you're such a show off. Yeah, I'm like the LeBron James of amateur sports. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me know. to go? No, no, no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Winning a free ride competition in my home resort. That's all I got. When was that? When? Yeah. How old were you? 14? 15? Did you think you were like the shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> I can just imagine you like winning that and be like, "Yeah, I know what's up. I'm so sick." I was like, "What's up, bitches? It's me." <laughs> <laughs> I heard someone ordered the coolest guy in the world. Here I am. <laughs> yeah, I have a massive ego when it comes to sports. It's really it's great for me because I get super competitive, but it's really annoying for everyone else who doesn't want to hear my stories about sports. I'd say I have, I have an ego too, but I think I have an ego because it makes me want to do cool shit yes. in sports, you know? Yes. Yes. I'm not, I don't, I think I'm competitive, but not like super. Like if I lose, I'm like, Oh shit. Like whatever. But I like winning because I know that the other person lost. Like I watch, I like watching the other person lose. See, that's twisted. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to win to smash people. <laughs> I cannot lose. I hate losing. Losing is just not an mm. option for me. Mm. It's yeah, I'm a horrible loser. And I'm also a bad winner because I will rub it into your face and I will tell you that I won. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Basically, think you've be- don't beat me in don't, anything. Huh? I don't think you've beat me in anything, though. Mm, say what now? <laughs> hey, what have you beat me in? Okay, well, we didn't go, like, skiing or snowboarding competitive. Okay, well... He- I was learning how to snowboard when we were skiing together. <laughs> I still beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't know. Um, well, the only thing that I feel like we did when we were sort of competing was play Call of Duty. And, of course, you smacked me. Well, you were talking mad shit, thinking that you were going to win. And I was, like, not even – it wasn't even close. I was, like, ten times – not even ten times, like a million times better than you. Yeah, it was really fucking annoying because you played with a damn shield and you would kill me with a shield and I used the biggest <laughs> machine gun and no chance. Um, okay, Number my three. third one would definitely be snowboarding for the first time. Okay, it wasn't the first time, but like actually learning how to snowboard for the first time mm-hmm. um, in Switzerland was is definitely my third like it could be my first too mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we're we're in out of order but just like exploring all the areas you know and then at the end of the day when you have to go back home just like the sun going down and like mm-hmm. just the vibes of like mm-hmm. it's just so great it's there's nothing else like it you know it's heaven yeah it literally yeah, is I, yeah I can uh I can agree to that one. I will say though. Yes. Um Do you it remember was like that the best thing? It was it was it was the best time ever, but at the same time it was the worst time ever because <laughs> I was like so depressed. Oh my god. Oh, never will <laughs> I forget that. <laughs> it was a difficult time to be alive then. Yeah. When I yeah, slammed my listeners. face into a wall. Oh, sorry, listeners. We're not going to give you all the background information, but I will tell you about... No, Matthew will tell you about his slamming into the wall. So it was my first time and I was learning and I was also like super sad because my girlfriend broke up with me. We're back together now. <laughs> but also she broke up with me. <laughs> How many what times? are you saying? We've been off and on for a while. Yes, yes. Um, She broke out with me literally the day before I was coming to Switzerland. And it was just like the worst timing on the planet. Mm. Um, And I literally was like, there were, I think there was one day where I literally didn't go skiing because I was so sad. Oh, I know. You were like, I can't leave the room. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Go snowboarding. <laughs> but basically, I was learning and it was fun. But at the same time, I was so sad. And I would just like randomly think about it while I'm snowboarding and trying to learn. And so I just clip my board and just like go face first into the ground. And then there was one time I literally just, we were just skiing like along this like basic path. And there's like a wall, wall on one side. And I just like start thinking about my breakup and then immediately like clip my board and just face right into a wall <laughs> to this day this is one of my favorite fails i've ever seen in snow sports because <laughs> it was it's like it was so random because it's just like we we're like casually going it wasn't even hard or anything no you had like we went down like harder hills that day and on like the easiest path you like literally you're like let me let me taste that wall (laughs) before we go to your third do you remember how 
right when we started i literally did not know how to snowboard at all and you were just like yeah. oh yeah go up the lift <laughs> and there's a long ass line of people and i don't even know what i'm doing and i have to like get on this like little butt lift or whatever that like pulls you up the mountain and it i couldn't do it it was like honestly it was the hardest thing to learn how to do the entire trip it's still there it's still waiting for you <laughs> i'm gonna be so bad at it next time i'm there next time i'll make a video for it and then you can uh, upload it to your youtube channel <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible <laughs> um my number three I think my number three might be um, I think winning my first fencing tournament. And I was like, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years old, something like that. Can't give you like an exact number, but I uh, was a professional fencing fencer. Mm hmm. A fancy fancer <laughs> for a couple of years. And I honestly didn't like it at all in the beginning because my mom just forced me. She was like, you're doing this. Your grandfather did this. And I'm like, why do I have to repeat all his crap? Because you choose to mm -hmm. have a say. Um, that's how I met one of my best friends, Miguel. Um, oh, really? Yes. <laughs> we I met at fancing. <laughs> the last <laughs> place I would... Think about, like, if you would see us, the two of us today, now, like, nowadays, you wouldn't think about fencing. That's not what you would think mm -hmm. about. Um, but, yeah, so we would travel Europe and Switzerland um, pretty much every weekend to go to these damn tournaments. And the first time I won, I was pretty excited. I cannot imagine you, like, fencing. I don't know why. Man, I was, like, Jack Sparrow... In all white. <laughs> we actually sometimes like goofed around. We pretended like we were David Jones and um, Jack Sparrow. Mm. So that was fun. Although I have one one story that I will never forget is we went to this one tournament in Geneva, Switzerland, and usually these tournaments are laid out on two days: Saturday, Sunday. And we stayed at his grandparents' place in Geneva. And for some reason, I just, it wasn't my, it wasn't my tournament. It was my worst tournament ever. And I lost every freaking match <laughs> on Saturday. So I was pretty much out of it within like the first three hours. Mm -hmm. Miguel decides to have the best tournament of his life. So I'm just sitting there and I'm like, oh, I'm so happy for you. And in my mind, I'm like, can he just lose so he can go home? I'm like done with this. I'm not trying to stay longer here. And he yeah. went on to the final, lost there, but, like, I waited the entire freaking weekend. And I was like, great, man. So, so glad for you. <laughs> it's like, there's no teams in fencing, right? No, it's, uh, so for some reason I only did, um, like, non-team sports. Like solo sports? Yes. Hmm. Maybe it's that ego. Maybe I also I always wanted no I did I played ice hockey for a while um, I wanted to play football or as you guys call it soccer um, but I wasn't allowed because my mom was like the weight is 
wait list is way too long and you're not as good so you will never be the number one player on the team and i'm like what's that supposed to mean give me a chance damn see like i grew up with only team sports i never got to do like these solo sports and now i'm like i want to try all these solo sports because they're so cool it's just so different you're not dependent on a team you can train and like do it by yourself Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number four for you. Um. Do you remember the time when we were in Whistler, and yes, I have an okay. idea. I have an the idea. one where we had we like got off the chairlift and we had to like hike up. Yes. That yes. one. Yes. Yep, and it was like a double black diamond, and I was like, "This is sick." <laughs> I think the good thing is like, I don't, I didn't really fear it, you know. I think some people, if they were, it was like their second time snowboarding, mm -hmm. they would like be more fearful. But I think the fear is the worst thing to do. We also smoke like a lot just, of weed, so that's why. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> your brain was just like smooth bro you got this <laughs> like if you're confident in yourself i think that you're like so much better at skiing and snowboarding right yeah anything yeah i mean you always need the technique and like the experience will help you as well but like if you're not starting to doubt yourself at the beginning already it's gonna help you so that's my number four And a small added note is being like off the slope and actually just being in the trees and stuff. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. one time where I thought that the tree branch would be soft because there was snow on it and just <laughs> smacked me in the face. Yes, I remember that. That was great. <laughs> um So it's so difficult because I did this world trip, like the trip around the world by ski. So I honestly could do a list just with that. But I'm trying to do like different sports. But for me, obviously, like skiing is number one. But I will say my number four, and I totally forgot about that sport, is the first time I was um, surfing a tube in a wave. Like a... Mm. That was pretty, pretty gnarly, bro. <laughs> How many times have you surfed? Um, I actually did a lot. Um, we, so my, when did we go there the first time? I don't, I don't know, like, when I was like 12 or something like that, we went to Biarritz the first time, and it's like, it used to be unknown in Switzerland, and now every idiot goes there, and it's really annoying me, because it used to be my spot. <laughs> um... I bought it, you know, bought the rides. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so like, that's my spot. Everyone goes there now. Oh, I'm an only child. Don't forget. <laughs> 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 no. Um, so this is like a small um, village at the um, Atlantic Ocean. And it's like really beautiful. And my mom is someone who cannot go to the beach for two weeks and just hang out there and like go tan for like six hours a day. Neither am I and my dad also not. So we also always had to find places where we could do other activities. 
So at some point, my mom was like, let's go to Biarritz and let's go surfing. And I was like, great. And um, I really enjoyed it. And we went there for... I've gone so many times there that I couldn't really tell you how many times I've been there. Mm. But I will say over 15 times probably. And I surf there every time. And it's great. So I love I love mm. it. That's cool. Yeah. Sometimes people are surprised. Uh, They're like, you can surf? And I'm like, yeah, I can. I'm a natural. I went, I went <laughs> surfing one time. And I was actually pretty good at it. But like it was... It wasn't anything crazy. We were in Hawaii, and yeah, but the okay, waves... come on. But Hawaii is like the Holy Grail next to Bali and like maybe Australia. Yeah, but it was like we were taking lessons, so there was somebody to teach us. But mm -hmm. that was it. So I also had like these teachers, and some of them were like pro, pro, and they like worked there like in the summer months to get like some extra money. Mm -hmm and started to befriend them a little bit and they're like super chill super nice people and um so one of the guys so there's like you know you have these like short pointy boards mm -hmm. and then you have long boards i personally prefer yeah. long boards because like the short ones i honestly just don't like that much mm -hmm. um and then on the long boards one of my teachers was like Every time you go surfing with a longboard, you have to try to, like, walk on the board while you're on the wave. Oh, they walk up? They walk up and down. Mm -hmm. so the first time I tried that, I was like, easy. I can do this. <laughs> Didn't expect that it was that difficult. So I walked up, and then my board was like, peace out, bro. <laughs> and it smacked <laughs> me straight into the water. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, that's my my, blah, my number four. So you number five. So my number five is in the same time frame of as when I learned how to surf mm -hmm. in Hawaii. I think it was 2016. Mm -hmm. um, my family and I went up to the top of the volcano in Maui. Can't remember the name of it, but. We went up like super early and saw the sunrise, mm -hmm. and then we we took these bikes and we biked all the way down the entire like volcano, That's and we were just dope. like zooming That's so dope. fast. Yeah, and I like freaked out because when we started, you couldn't the pedals didn't work, but besides that, it was great. Mm -hmm. We were just like zooming down. There's something about going like super fast downhill in any sport, like snowboarding or biking or anything, like just the wind on you and you just get to see everything. Oh, it's an amazing feeling. It's just with biking, I'm scared. I don't know why. I can't do it. Like off trail, like, you know, like small paths mm. and all that. I always oh, like feel the like mount mountain biking where they're like doing jumps and stuff over stuff going super mm. fast can't be doing that <clears throat> i mean it's really dangerous well my fear is always like i'm not in control the brake is in control and if something happens i can't control it and like with skis is different if that makes sense because they're like attached to your leg not like your leg. foot, foot you have yeah your foot you have more control <laughs> i don't know maybe it's that 
Um, hmm. What what number was that? Number five. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I would say my number five. So for a couple of years, um, we. So my mother always like forced us to do like trips that are like not your average family trip in the summer. And I will admit at first I didn't like them, but now looking back, I love them. <clears throat> we, they always like <laughs> decided on weird countries to go to. And then we biked through these countries. So you have like mm -hmm. all your equipment, all your bags on your bike and man we went for the baltic countries we went to through serbia and romania we went to germany and poland switzerland france like the list goes on and it's just so nice because like you're you're advancing not very fastly but you get to experience a country in such a different way that makes sense well you're going fast enough to cover distance every single day but yes. slow enough to like experience the surroundings. Yes. You know, I would love That's, to do a bike tour. Man, it's, it's honestly really, it's, I did it last year with my ex-girlfriend and I loved it. And if I ever get a chance to do something like this again with a partner or with friends, like I'm immediately up for it because I don't know why I love that. It's so much fun. Yeah. Count me in. Bet. We'll do we'll we'll do some good ones. <clears throat> There's so many good ones. Um So those were our top five. Yes. <laughs> so do you wanna do like a top three worst or something? Sure. Oh I have I have very instant one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. First time I fell down a cliff and smacked my damn back. <laughs> that was horrible uh, and then didn't you like get injured yeah so then uh, for years i had lots of pain so number one for sure no need to even discuss it so yeah mm. yours um hmm oh i remember i was in michigan and i was snowboarding and i was the the actual like snowboarding slopes and stuff were so boring like the mm -hmm. hardest one was so easy mm -hmm. so i was just like trying to like entertain myself and i had never done like tricks or anything mm -hmm. and there was this one um part where you they had like a pipe and a jump and stuff and i was like you know i'm just gonna try all these and i did them all like pretty easily like i did the pipe and did the jump and everything and so I was like, okay, I'm going to do the jump, but I'm going to do a 180. Oh, no. And so <laughs> I tried to do, I, I went up like super fast and tried to do the 180. But right when I like was about to like jump, my mm -hmm. front of my board clipped onto the jump. And I just went like, like over the top and just landed directly on my side. And... It hurts so bad. One, I was wearing AirPods and I lost both of them. Naturally. Um, two, I hit the side of my hip so hard that I literally couldn't even walk. It hurt so bad. And mm -hmm. it took probably over two months to 
like recuperate from that. And the bruise was like a shockwave. So I, there was no bruise on my hip where I hit. The bruises yeah. like started like super far out, like okay. on my crotch area. Oh no! All the way out, <laughs> and then it like, like slowly, like went into my hip. But my hip, for like, I would say at least a year, I had like fluid in my hip. Like I could push, and like fluid like would pop in certain other places. It was really weird. Oh God! But it was so bruised. I couldn't even lay on that side. I had to lay on the other side when I went to bed every mm. day. It was so bad. Mm. Thinking about my number two. My number two is stupid, but it just is a very good memory. Um, so I was in Japan. I was skiing there, and usually I would just like go super fast through the um, forests. And then you have, like, sometimes you have, like, half-cut trees so you can, like, jump over them because there's so much snow there. Mm-hmm. And so I saw one of those half-cut cut trees, and I'm like, yes, I'm going to jump over this one. And I didn't check out the re- um, area before. I didn't know what was hap- like what was behind that tree. So I'm in the air, and I understand that there's a massive branch in front of me where I'm going to land. And either I'm going to smack my face into the branch or I'm trying to, like, um, how do you say? Lean. uh, Lean forward and, like, not smack my head into the branch. I didn't make, like, a lot of calculations. It was, like, a very fast decision. I was, like, number two is probably the best one. What I didn't thought about is the impact on your body. So I slammed my teeth on my knee as hard as you can (laughs) (laughs) and it hurts so bad it was one of the worst pains i've ever had in my life and like Mm. i opened my mouth because i was so confused and it just dripped blood like it was like a waterfall of blood and i'm like oh no (laughs) like you're somewhere (laughs) in japan in the forest and you're like oh no and for some reason, I was like, I'm just going to go to a restaurant and see what happens. So then I got sort of hungry because I don't know why. And I thought I could order food. But I'm an idiot at these moments. And I realized I couldn't eat anything anymore. So I, the only thing was that was available to me was miso soup. <laughs> You're so stupid. Yes. <laughs> yes. So now every time I go ski, like in the tr- um, like in the um, forest or whatnot, I put like a, I have a teeth protector. Mm. I've learned. I have something similar. Mm-hmm. I have something similar, but it's not on my top three worst. Um, when I was on vacation with my girlfriend's family in Tennessee on the lake, they do all the skiing and the wakeboarding and stuff. And I had never done wakeboarding. So every single day I was like getting better and better. And on the last day I was like, oh, I'm so good at this. I'm going to try to like do all this stuff. <laughs> and so I was just like moving like super fast and whatnot. And I just clipped the board and I immediately just like smack face like right into the water. Ooh. And I literally thought like I had lost all my teeth. It hurt so bad. Oh, yeah. No, that's not fun. Your number two? But my number two... Yes. Um, 
which it's not really like, I mean, I guess it's sports. I was biking with my friends and you know the story. I think I already told the story on the podcast, but I was biking with my friends at night and I was like, oh, like who can get closest to the, to the edge? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I fell with my bike into the lake at like one in the morning and it was free like literally the lake was freezing it was not like summertime and so the my bike was in there for i don't know like 15 hours and eventually i got it back when i came back with a hook and everything <laughs> but my, my friend had to like yank me out because i couldn't even get out because it was so cold i could barely <laughs> swim oh god hmm My num- my number three is also involved with a bike, um, and so I have this. It's an old school racing bike. I will say, that's how I would try to like explain it. it has like seven speeds. The brakes are not fantastic, <laughs> but they work. Um, and I bike throughout the entire year. I'll bike in winter. I, I'll bike when it's snowy outside. I love that. And they're like, the, the wheels are very thin, so it's not the greatest idea as well. Mm-hmm. And so one day I had to go to school in the morning and I saw this big crossing that I, like I, it's the same path I had to take every day. And, um, I saw a car and like, I saw some space in between the two cars standing at the crossing I was like, I can just, like, go through it. And I checked on the other side of the street, and there was no cars coming. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going through it. And at that point, I was like, there's no way I can break because it's, like, snowy and hell no. The car behind it was a cab. And the cab decided in the same moment to catch up to the car in front of it. (laughs) I had no chance. So I hit the car like straight like instantly (laughs) (laughs) biked into the car (laughs) flew over the hood and he looked at me and i started yelling immediately at him i'm like the fuck is wrong with you you saw me coming like why are you doing this and he's like no i didn't see you and i'm like i i know you saw me (laughs) Got, got so mad um but yeah nothing happened i mean i had like bruises and i was like a bit hurt like in pain afterwards but i also wasn't wearing a helmet so that was not very smart um i didn't fall on my head didn't fall on my head that was uh that's that was my takeaway even if you ride into a car you might not fall on your head (laughs) you're lucky the cars weren't moving oh man i don't know if i would be sitting here right now Imagine if it was like a split second afterwards and you were trying to go between them and then the car like went forward and you just got like smashed Oof. between. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not the move you want to do. Mm-hmm. You're number three. Um, so... I don't really have, I can't really think of one, but I'll say I was running a race. It was in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And as you know, the um, the Appalachian Mountains, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
they're like known to be pretty like tough and this race was in the mountains mm-hmm. and one i was like probably top 10 to start out like first couple of miles and i made the wrong turn so i got back probably i was probably like in the middle of the pack at that point mm. but i was so pissed off because i ran probably an extra like 5k mm-hmm. not knowing because <laughs> i had to turn all the way around then run back but um it was probably like three-fourths of the way through the race and we're just like bombing down the, these hills and there's like huge rocks and huge roots all of a sudden i trip on a huge root and i just start tumbling like like i literally like all the way over like totally like you know sonic the hedgehog yeah it's kind of like that where you're just like spinning (laughs) and i'm just like all bruised and like bloody and stuff but i just like continue but that's probably one of them it's about that falling huh the falling always yeah. gets you. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well, now the listeners know about our good and bad sides in sports. Mm. This could be a new topic of the podcast. Top five best things and top three worst things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next time we're going to do top five vegetables and top three worst fruits. <laughs> If you remember that, till next time, yes. (laughs) (laughs) If not, then no. (laughs) Or movies. I think movies would be a good one. Yeah, movies are a really good one. Hey, we'll see. I'm so sorry, but I have to cut this episode a bit shorter. My roommate ordered pizza, and um, it arrived a couple minutes ago, and um, I think he really wants to eat it, and I'm here sitting in the big living room slash dining room. Um, You guys have pizza in Switzerland? Yeah, we do, actually. It's crazy, right? Who would have thought? But if that's fine with you and the listeners, the potential ones, um, I will hit the stop button. It's not okay with me. Well, you don't don't get the chance (laughs) to decide. (laughs) I'm the dictator here. All right. Well, thanks for listening. It was a pleasure. For the listeners, yes, thank you. (laughs) And see you. uh, Listen to you uh, here. Listen (laughs) to us next week again. (laughs) Oh wow! English is a virtue nowadays. It is not the easiest language, but yeah. Thanks a lot, and we'll be back. (laughs) All right.